Greetings, God's beloved. Thanks for tuning in to Messages of Hope, the sermon podcast from Living Hope Lutheran Church in downtown Las Vegas. We're glad you're with us. Our reading today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. Thanks for listening. Share this message with someone who needs a word of hope today. God bless you. This is the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 3. Glory to you, O Lord. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that the light has come into the world. People love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Who is Jesus? Where did he come from? What does it mean to believe and have eternal life? These are just some of the questions posed in John's Gospel some questions that John's Gospel seeks to illuminate for us. And these questions are present in the text we hear today. Grace and peace to you from God, the Father in heaven, and the Son, God with us, Jesus Christ. Amen. How do you truly get to know someone? Do you ask them 
to hang out? Do you stalk them on social media or find out who their friends are and where they work and what kind of things they care about? We do that a lot these days, I know. Maybe we build relationships on mutual interests like playing sports or volunteering or working together. Over the last seven years, I've gotten to know so many of you and others in our community by sitting down over a cup of coffee and sharing our stories together. That means a lot. These one-to-one interactions lead to deeper relationships and greater understanding. We begin to build trust. And we get to learn about each other's histories and passions and hearts. When we observe others from afar, we only get a glimpse of what they're really about, right? And it can be easy to think we know all there is to know about politicians, celebrities, athletes, even our neighbors. But there's so much more under the surface that we never get to see unless we're willing to build trust with one another. It can be hard to go there, though, with strangers. It takes a lot, right? Maybe we're scared of that sometimes. When I started in a sales career, I was trained to walk into a business, to find the decision maker, and invite them to sit down and tell me all about their business and their work and their goals and get to know what they were always about, what they were all about. Or maybe we'd begin the day with a list of phone numbers and just sit there and start smiling and dialing. There were days when that was terrifying, paralyzing even, and I would just stare at the phone for minutes. But eventually, as I built those relationships up, things started to change. I got to know people, got to know my clients, they got to know me. And while I wouldn't say we were always the best of friends, we built relationships on trust, and they believed that I would do what I said I would do, and they could see the results. This story of Nicodemus is an interesting one, and, and it creates a lot of questions in our mind. Nicodemus, you see, he's a leader of the Jewish people, and we don't know a whole lot about him, but we can expect that he knows the scriptures, and he's come to Jesus in the night, perhaps so no one would know that he was in conversation with this new teacher. He's got questions, and he wants answers. He comes with respect and seems to seek a deeper relationship. He's heard, maybe even seen the signs that Jesus was doing and even confesses that he has come from God. Well, Jesus seems to know what's on his mind and drop some wisdom. It's not about what you see. I know you like these signs, Nicodemus, but no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. The Greek word here is anothen. And it can mean again, anew, or from above. This has been interpreted as entering heaven or being born again. Lutherans don't usually uh, use that phrase, born again, and we've often heard it as a way to distinguish between who's included or excluded from the circles we create. Rolf Jacobson from Luther Seminary reads this as Jesus saying, No one can see what I'm doing, bringing in the kingdom. Nicodemus wants to take this teaching literally, and he's confused. How can a human go back into the womb and be born again? Is he serious? Does he really think that's what Jesus is saying? Jesus continues, No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Oh, that rings a bell for us because we know 
right here. We are born of water. We've got the water in baptism, right? The sign that we've got God's word and the Holy Spirit is gifted to us as well. We are raised with Jesus to new life. Very good. Case closed. We figured it out. We're made new, born again from above, born from above. Sure. So we're good, right? To that, I want to say yes. And there's more, right? See, Jesus isn't trying to pass a new law here to jump through the hoops of confession and baptism to worship here or there is not what the Lord asks of us. Jesus invites all people into a deeper walk, a real relationship, calls us all to faith beyond those things that we can see, beyond the reality that we experience. I remember being in seminary, and if I had a question for the professor, I'd often be waiting around after the class was over to seek out some private time to find some clarity. And there was usually a long line of students waiting to speak with our good teachers. So I wasn't exactly embarrassed by my lack of knowledge. I'm still not. But I wanted that deeper conversation, that intimacy and insight to know and be known in the process. And in the refectory later in the day where we would eat lunch and meet together. The faculty often sat at tables and in a casual way continued the conversations from class and answered our questions, usually with more questions, and most times sent us on the way all the more puzzled, but deeply engaged in thought. And the questions stirred up curiosity and taught us to see beyond the rules and the words on the page helped me personally just to draw closer to Jesus, to grow in my own faith. And maybe that's part of what Jesus is doing here with Nicodemus, inviting him to see something else, inviting him into faith in a new way. See, Jesus' word to Nicodemus reminds us of what we've already been taught, about what we've already heard. Remember, just to the beginning of John's gospel, Jesus speaks about being born from above. John speaks in this gospel about Jesus who is the one from above, the one who came from God, who descended from heaven. And this story confirms that he came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. Now Nicodemus is educated. He knows the law. He's a leader. He teaches others. He ought to know this stuff, right? And yet we see him struggling to learn that he doesn't know it all. And Jesus calls him out for this new teaching, and then the process invites him to be born from above as well. Nicodemus asks, how can these things be? He's trying to figure it out, and we wonder too. With all our knowledge and our science and our technological understanding, we struggle to explain what it means to believe, to have faith, to have that spiritual experience. Maybe we describe it as a feeling of peace, happiness, trust. And the more I talk to folks into their later years, people who've been faithful their whole lifetimes, the most meaningful thing they can say is, Jesus loves me. That's powerful. This teaching about being born again, being born from above, it's more than we can see or observe. And Nicodemus is still there in the dark. It's hard to understand at times, and it's more than we can see, but Jesus reminds us what we will see. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, 
that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. We see where Jesus was lifted up when we see the cross. See the cross. When we see it, we can begin to believe, to plant the seeds of deeper relationship based on faith. Because we know that cross is where Jesus, the one who was with God at the beginning, who was God and is God, was lifted up for our sake. Where the shame and pain and selfishness and disbelief of the world who did not know him would be taken and death itself would be conquered once and for all. Jesus was born for this. That we would be born from above and born to love. To love God, to love one another, to remember who we are made to be, children of God, empowered by that Holy Spirit that God breathes into us. That's a lot, but that's the story of our faith. And we hear that, we want to know more, we get curious, we have more questions, and we seek out the answers to all these questions that we have. Jesus makes it simple and John distills the whole gospel down to this one verse, one so popular it appears at sporting events and on fast food containers. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Jesus gives us new birth. He does it for us. He comes to us from above, from God, for the sake of grace and love. He is given to us so that we could believe, be made new into what we were always meant to be, his beloved. Nicodemus comes in the night because he needs something. And this is good news for those who have always been insiders, teachers of the law like him, but even more troubling if they're unable to learn something new. This lesson is hard to learn for ones who think they know it all, all those who condemn others who think differently, those who will only see the signs and try to capitalize or hoard the good news for themselves, ones that want to create more outsiders or draw more boundaries. The cross is lifted higher than and stands taller than all those barriers that would prevent the children of God from coming close to hear and meet Jesus for the sake of love. And the cross still stands, even when we're apart, even when people are sick or dying or facing violence or natural disasters. The cross still stands, and the world would not be condemned but saved from itself, from sin, from death. And Nicodemus will see Jesus again. He'll come to anoint his body after his death on the cross, an act of faith and love. This is the kingdom of God, and it's not far away. Jesus says it's right here. It's hard to see unless you are born from above, born in me. We do still struggle to see it at times. We find ourselves condemned when we choose not to see, not to act in love, but to rely on our own knowledge, our own self-interest, or trust in our own work or deeds. We don't see the kingdom then. But it's still here. It's in the places where faith leads friends to meet and people help one another in Jesus' name and where aid is delivered and where relationships are strengthened and when we learn from one another and where the hungry get food and the lonely are invited in and the sick are made well 
and where love grows and we are all made whole and born from above. Believing is truly seeing the cross and getting to know Jesus. Believing comes from hearing the word of life that is Jesus, from hearing what God has done for us in love, how God's word is good and having faith that it does what it says. It's trusting that no matter the struggles and illness and frustration and grief and pain that we face, that we are not lost, that we are born from above. We are in this family of faith baptized, gifted, called and sent by the Spirit to live in faith and to be in relationship and to share what we have and to praise God and worship, to pray and learn and tell the story of the one who has saved us. God is love and where love is, where Jesus is, we can see. Then we are in the light. Then we are given new birth as children of God. It's what we're made for. We are born to love. Amen.